0: The following podcast is a B and E network exclusive. To be movies and ebooks episode 82. What's up? I'm Craig Wade, and I'm Brian Allen Delaney. I don't know why I keep
1: saying what's up. I don't know that that was a good save though. (laughs) What's up? I'm Craig Wade. It almost sounded like you did it on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, that's our new like catchphrase.
0: Like, you just what's what's up? up? You've never heard it anywhere else. (laughs) Um. Yeah, we are like trendsetters, dude. I think honestly, we probably like this show. Maybe has ran uh. its course. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we do need to go for that like morning zoo thing.
1: No, what's that, boners? How's it going, <laughs> boner army? Yeah, that's what we'll call. <laughs> <laughs> our, our people oh my god i hope that if we actually have any fans they're gonna start like hashtagging their stuff like boner army that does not even make any sense oh <laughs> uh, uh, dude we should though i mean not not actually call just it just make it can we make a shirt club? that just says that like hashtag boner army on it <laughs> yeah. and then like no other branding or anything like that oh my god all right so anyway so yeah, we're here to bring you,
0: <laughs> what are we covering this week? We are covering The Hobsburg Horror by Thomas S. Flowers and The Devil's Candy.
1: <laughs> Written and directed by Sean Byrne.
0: Yeah. No, I, I just said that because my computer made a noise over your talking, <laughs> which will be recorded. Yeah.
1: Anyway, no, all right. We're not going so, to out.
0: It's been three weeks since we've done a show, and a lot's happened. Uh, the It trailer dropped.
1: I was about to say, a lot's happened, but mainly nothing, like, <laughs> movie-related. Yeah, just a lot of existential dread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of that's yeah, happened. Yeah, pretty but, much. Yeah, it, it, like it, almost to the point that, like, you know... Jason Voorhees, not that scary anymore. (laughs) But,
1: uh, yeah, so the It trailer. Yeah, a little late to the party, but let's talk about it. It looks great to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people were um, concerned whenever the photos first dropped and stuff like that. And I'll have to admit, I think I was, too. I mean, I didn't really care, you know, but I was like, oh, this is probably going to suck. But now... Uh, no, I think it looks fantastic.
0: Well, it is funny because it holds a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch that movie at least twice a year and, yeah. or the mini series. Um, but you know, I've never read the book. My wife I can has, see that. um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I haven't read that. M- we've talked about that before. I haven't read a ton of Stephen King novels. I've read a lot <laughs> of his short stories yeah but um but yeah i I own that book. I should <laughs> read it, but haven't read it make, but... make it your new year's resolution oh okay, um <laughs> but anyway, but I love that movie now, I will say that the clown design in this I'm still not that thrilled about, but the
1: film itself looks great, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see it in action i I wonder the the concern i have mm-hmm. so i wonder if he's gonna talk he should i know and it's like he didn't in the trailer and i i know that's you know because it's a trailer of course he's stuff. gonna talk but it's just kind of it's weird what if he doesn't
0: i don't know i did see a, a gif as part of like viral marketing where he's like jittering toward you in the sewer and it looks terrible and I'm like, please let that not be indicative of how he'll actually move. It looks it's like in the trailer. Rain. I know. I know. But I just hope they sped it up or something. <laughs> like, I, I really <laughs> just hope that's not like the only way that he moves, because that was what was creepy about him, like that he would just appear and like sit there for a long time and like talk at you,
1: you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Hiya, Georgie. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Beep, yeah. beep, Richie.
0: <laughs> that was the worst
1: impression <laughs> i'm a little found That to be fair both of our impersonations <laughs> of that were terrible so it's, it's okay remember remember my catchphrase <laughs> beep beep
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: no yeah
0: it looks really really good uh i am <laughs> really really happy uh I, the only thing to me that would really suck is this is the right amount of visibility that you could see because most people are familiar with the mini series version. I mean, the book was huge, but I don't believe that the target audience is only book fans, right? And eh, no, 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 no. Like this is a lot of people are familiar with the the TV thing i'd
1: say like i'm i'm probably just talking completely out of my ass here but Mm -hmm. i'd say that's the same with like most stephen king stuff is like his books are really like big Uh but the movies are always much more like widely known yeah yeah
0: well what i was gonna say though is i really hope that they don't push it to pg-13 that'll bum me out uh they shouldn't i mean and i i understand that they're like, there's a basis for doing that, because the movie, you know, the miniseries was made for TV. It's not yeah. R. I, I mean, I think technically it is an R, uh, like, on the back of the movie. t t m a Well, Well, uh, I, I think it's not rated or possibly R, but at the same time, it's not an R-rated movie, you know? Yeah. So I could see the studio being like, whoa, it was real successful before without being an R, you know? Like, mm-hmm. oh, God. <laughs> but if that's my biggest problem (laughs) oh well um but yeah so what else what else have you seen
1: oh uh the the new thor trailer dropped
0: yeah yeah did you watch that yeah he's just hanging out in space
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes it's just it's just two hours of him floating in space just chilling in space like gravity with like thor (laughs) (laughs) yeah um
0: i'm gonna be honest i've only seen the first thor and i was not impressed and to me it's part of the reason that i don't like the avengers so i'm not the right person to talk to you about this because i'm sorry everything is not grounded in
1: reality if you're hanging out with gods (laughs) well first of all he's not really a god but um this is why i wanted you to watch this trailer this is why i told you to watch this trailer Cause it really feels like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? Oh, well, cool. Yeah, because yeah. um, he gets uh, like depowered because Mjolnir, his hammer, gets yeah, destroyed. They the hammer. Yeah, and then um, he's out in space because he gets captured from by these people or something. I don't know. Jeff Goldblum's in it, but he he gets uh, into like intergalactic uh, gladiator fights, and um, it shows like who he's got to fight against and it's freaking the Hulk. Oh, somehow. Yeah. Somehow he had, he had been captured as well. Um, it's probably, there was a storyline in the comics like a while back, like a long time ago where, um, a whole bunch of people got together and just kind of shot Hulk off into space because, uh, he was, you know, a loose cannon. And by people, I mean, it was like Tony Stark and like, Reed Richards and some other people like Dr. Strange, like, and they did it behind everyone's back Mm -hmm. and just kind of shot their friend off the planet. So I'm, I'm sure there's going to be like maybe a nod to that or a reasoning behind it or whatever, but it looks awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean,
0: now did you keep up with that storyline in the comics?
1: Um, not when it happened, Mm -hmm. Uh, cause I don't know, I went through like a period where I didn't read any comics for a while. And then, um, I knew, I know of the storyline, uh, but I've never actually read it, but it's on my list of things to read. Yeah. I'd heard Bill, Bill and Rodney talk about it. Uh, yeah. World War Hulk and then planet Hulk. I might have those backwards. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, and World War planet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I don't know. It sounds cool. I yeah. just, I don't know. I, I need to
1: get over myself and just start enjoying <laughs> comic book movies. Well, you, you need to at least watch the trailer for this. It really has a Guardians of the Galaxy feel. I guess like, maybe it's, I it's, saw it's,
0: a short teaser or something because I saw the hammer exploding. I saw him chained in space. <laughs> that's the beginning of the trailer. <laughs> and it, he was in hell. Oh, <laughs> but, dude, I actually know what happened. Um, I, My phone started buffering. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on my phone and I wasn't getting that great
1: of a signal and I was like, oh, I'll pick it up later.
0: And never yeah, did. and then you didn't. Yeah. But
1: it's like it's it's like vibrant colors, it's like space action, um like classic rock soundtrack. It really feels like it's trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, cool. Yeah. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Um hey, are you
0: even aware that Fast and the Furious 8 came out today? Oh, tomorrow.
1: No, 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 to what's this one fate of the furious which one's that yeah yeah fate of the furious that's I, eight I, yeah that's eight fast eight furious
0: yeah eight <laughs> yeah eight <laughs> fast eight fury I, it should have been the fast and the fury eight yeah
1: right because they I don't a the shit yeah. about
0: titles like no. they
1: really don't fast five, no. five.
0: deal yeah. with it
1: <laughs> but it was like fast five but a five instead of an f yeah it doesn't even make any sense. Why, why would you pronounce that fast five? It would be five fast. And what's crazy about that? <laughs> yeah.
0: Five asked. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, what's so. crazy about it is they started that crazy, like the, the dumb naming uh, on part two. Remember, it was yeah, too, too fast, too, too fur- fast, too
1: furious. And that one's clever. Kind of. Is it? Yeah, because the <laughs> other one was fast and furious. And then this one was like too fast and too furious yeah okay yeah uh, i mean i guess but then
0: and, okay now is and part, it was tokyo drift uh, that's what i was gonna say does that count as prequel? part
1: three i thought it was a prequel uh, nah, it's just a different story mm, i don't know um and then what was four called
0: uh i don't know i don't know uh, probably <laughs> fast and the furious part four
1: yeah it like, makes a
0: different marketing team on that one yeah. And it's like, we're back with Fast Five. You know, Fast Five's the only one I've ever seen.
1: Really? I've seen the first three. Dude, part five's really good. I hear they get better. I mean, it's not good, but like it's amazing. The last one they were jumping between like skyscrapers and stuff somehow. Right? Yeah, this one <laughs> this one they parachute cars out of planes. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, the new one they've got like a submarine and a tank.
0: Hmm. <laughs> It's just U five seven one with Vin Diesel like superimposed <laughs> shot,
2: <for> shot remake. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, cool. Yeah, um, uh, I guess I I really don't have much news.
1: <laughs> you? Really, I hadn't, I hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we can talk about that mist trailer if you want. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the the mist.
0: Um. For some reason, I was thinking we already had covered that, but
1: we haven't. Well, we, we talked about the, the TV show coming out, and I've talked about the movie several times. Yeah. Because that's one of my all-time favorite movies.
0: Yeah. So, the TV show. No, I'm saying I thought we had on this episode. So, oh. it, I, I guess we talked about it right before. Um, yeah. So, uh, what are your thoughts? The trailer dropped this week. It's coming Looks out cool. on
1: Spike. Yeah, it might. It, it looks like I haven't watched Spike in a while, but it looks like possibly the most high-budget thing Spike has ever done. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. I'm judging that off of that, and then that Japanese game show where they would like wipe out. It wasn't wipe out, but it was that other one.
0: Um, old, uh, what it, was that? American Ninja Warrior or something? No,
1: no there was different. Huh. No, anyway. So um yeah, it was good. It. I didn't see any Lovecraftian monsters so I'm a little concerned. Yeah. But. Yeah, there were. One goes through that cop's window.
0: Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so quick of a shot, you know, <laughs> it's miss, miss, missed, bam. And then yeah. it cuts. But that's how they get you. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Now, I haven't read the the short story. Uh-huh. That was a short story, right? That yeah. wasn't a novel. Um, no, I've never read the short story, but in the movie, they didn't like mess with your mind.
1: Yeah. And and that's, well, I mean, other than the fact that everybody just kind of went a little crazy, but it was never explicitly stated that it was the mist.
0: Yeah. It was just more of
1: situationally, you know, like everybody's going nuts because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, And then there's also monsters. Yeah. You know? Well,
0: I, I would imagine if I was stuck in a grocery store with monsters outside for I'd say more than an hour and a half,
1: I'd probably go nuts. <laughs> an
0: hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You have that window where you're okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it's cool guys. There's still chips. We got like
1: <laughs> everybody's gonna go through all the chips <laughs> in
0: an hour and a half. <laughs> I die by handing the monster a Pepsi. <laughs> 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 but yeah so god it's it's weird <laughs> that joke one week old yeah feels like two years ago yep yeah so oh i i subscribed to show <laughs> let's go let's go back to that before we get in into it so all in all the mist you're excited yeah yeah i think i'll definitely check it out uh uh I hope that like iTunes or someone offers it because I don't really.
1: I was about to see does does Spike have a Apple TV app? I
0: don't know. Maybe I would. I would think they should. If they don't, before they're going to use this as a springboard. I would imagine. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like this, Stars this did. would be with,
1: the only reason I'm downloading it.
0: <laughs> you mean subscribing <laughs> to Spike TV? <laughs>
1: Uh, no i mean i was downloading the app oh oh i thought you meant bypassing (laughs) the legal route (laughs) no i would never (laughs) um so it does for the record though i just looked it up
0: oh okay well cool well give me someone's password (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh mine i don't have spike anymore oh i i downgraded to eight channels you're more than (laughs) welcome more than welcome to use
1: mine for CBS, NBC. Um, now, now, CBS has their own where they're not on there, and you have to actually pay like a $7 per month subscription for just CBS. Oh, really? hmm That investigative journalism doesn't come
0: cheap. No, you got to pay for your Big Bang Theory. <laughs> uh, now, I, I downloaded, or not downloaded, I started subscribing to Shudder again.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that, because, like, they, they've got a Apple TV app. <laughs> Do they? And I don't have
0: the yeah. new Apple TV. I, I the new Apple TV them. so much better. That's what I hear. But they also, how I subscribe to it. Okay, so Shudder standalone, the last time I subscribed, kind of sucked. The movies were great, mm-hmm. but when streaming it to the TV... uh. It had a standalone app that I used on my Fire Stick. It would just uh-huh. buffer and buffer and buffer. Well, now they offer it as part of... And this goes back a while. But they offer it as part of your Amazon subscription. So that oh, really? on Amazon Prime, it you can. It, it's just offered as movies in with Prime. If, you, okay. if you're subscribed to it. And I think they're using Amazon servers to host the Amazon ones because... It, it's clean. It just it works all the time now. And it builds through Amazon, which,
1: you know... It, oh, so is it an extension that you have to do through Amazon Prime? Or does it come with Amazon Prime? No, no, no. It, it's five bucks a month. But okay. Amazon
0: charges you instead of them. And okay. I, like I said, I believe, you know, it's seamless integration with Amazon watching. And I, I really honestly believe that they're hosting it, the same movies on their own servers. So that... It goes faster because it's just a night and day versus what it used to be.
1: Or they've just updated their servers.
0: No, because I heard
1: that the
0: reason I even gave it a shot was they offer a seven day trial. (laughs) Mm -hmm uh, promo code, uh, B (laughs) and D it's like, it's like a (laughs) hidden commercial. They, they offer a seven day trial. And so I was like, well, I'll check this route out and see, because people were still bitching online about how it did not actually, uh, you know, really work well. It was still buffering and stuff. And so I tried it. And like I said, just seamless integration. And so I'm watching like remastered versions of the stuff. nice yeah like it's really really good so i think they have 200 movies altogether but it's curated by amc and it's really really good stuff and so Hmm.
1: anyway yeah. i mean if they've got a remastered version of the stuff on there it's top notch
0: i know right now their big thing that they're pushing is this previously uh never like it's always been censored uh movie called the devils from the Mm 70s And it's always been censored. And so they remastered it and presented it uncensored. So that's what they're pushing real hard right now. Cool. So uh, I plan on checking it out. I know nothing about that film other than it offended people and got cut. (laughs) So that's all you need to know. Yeah. But anyway, before we get into anything else, you got anything?
1: Uh, Not, not really. Um, Like, the, the the first pictures from Kingsman 2 came out today. Oh, cool. You love the Kingsman. It's like four pictures and there's nothing really going on in them. Oh, cool. <laughs> Except for apparently Halle Berry's in it and Jeff Bridges. Oh. I didn't know about that. Well, that's um, 50-50. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's his face? Um, oh, God. What's that guy's name? uh dude who was in 21 jump street johnny depp no then the new 21 jump street Jonah hill no the other one channing tatum channing tatum because he's in it he's in it as um like the american (laughs) spy are you caught up on uh, sunny yeah charming tank man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but he's in it and he's like straight up in cowboy mode like cause he's like American mm-hmm. and it's it's funny that's it that's all that's in it huh okay I mean, oh go yeah. ahead no go ahead um, oh, it, it was in the press release though that he may or may not have a lasso that cuts people in half <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I, I
0: really, really liked the style of that film. like yeah. A lot. Um, I guess this really isn't a horror or B-movie, but either way. So, Sunny, let's talk about yeah. it real quick. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I believe that ended right around the time we did the last episode, so it's still somewhat relevant. Um, spoilers, I guess, but do you believe, do you think it's a publicity stunt? Or do yeah. you think he's Dennis is not
1: coming back? I think it's publicity stunt because, like, they've been known to do weird things like that. You know what I mean? Like Mac gaining tons of weight just for like one joke. Basic, well, not one joke. They constantly made fun of him, but like, <laughs> for a full season. You know, <laughs> for a full season. But like, you know, they filmed that last episode of the season first. Right, so he could gain all that weight, so it looks like he dropped it at the end of it. You know, th- they're like, they're they're known to do like sort of meta things like that. So yeah. I think it's like, you know, because the the announcement that he was leaving came what like the day before the episode.
0: I think it came the same day. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a joke. That'll really bum
1: me out, but. At the same I time, think, they've I got think he'll like be gone in seasons. Yeah. I think if he is gone, um, they'll do what they did similar to whenever they killed Glenn in The Walking Dead. Spoiler alert is like <laughs> 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 or not. It wasn't when they killed him. There was one episode. There was like a part in the season before that where it looked where like you, he was going to die. Where, yeah. You thought he was dead uh-huh. and they took his name out of the credits and everything like that because you thought he was dead. Uh huh. Yeah, And then, like, four episodes later, it turns out he wasn't. Huh.
0: Yeah, I could see them doing something like that. Um, yeah. or, or, like, you know, South Park did with killing Kenny for a, a whole season. And then yeah. then the next episode, like, hey, Kenny, where you been? Hadn't seen you in a while. <laughs> like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I think he'll be back. Well, all right. You want to come go ahead and take a break come back and do the hobsburg horror sure all right we'll be right back <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> would you please remove your podcast from the internet it doesn't help the world in any way you don't possess those skills what a sad life way to express yourself to your peers
0: Mel suggested we record a promo for Barely Living the Dream, our podcast about independent filmmaking straight from the trenches. I suggested we read some hate mail, you know, to keep us humble.
1: This one, I, this one, uh, this ride right out free. Now, if I we're it. supposed we to. talk yeah. about a movie yeah. that doesn't go
0: join us as we talk about making movies and living the dream. Barely. <laughs> New episodes available every couple weeks.
1: When we aren't on set. Only on the B&E Podcast Network. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and and bmoviesandebooks.com. How do you think you guys sound like total fools?
0: All right, we're back. Uh, We are talking the Hobbsburg Horror from Thomas S. Flowers. Now, he was nice enough to give us a review copy Mm -hmm. of this but I was nice enough to buy one. <laughs> you just patting yourself on the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so uh, just want to get it out there that this is yeah. a, you know, we we like to be transparent on the show.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and also flaunt all our freebies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which you can send to us, by the way, at podcast at bmoviesandebooks.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we take unsolicited
0: scripts. Yeah. Scripts? <laughs> We're going to film your book. Yeah, we'll read your <laughs> script.
1: It's cool. <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat>
0: Excuse me. Um. So, Habsburg Horror. This is a collection of. I wish I had counted them beforehand.
1: Mostly short stories. There's a couple of longer ones. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, Uh, nine, ten. Nine? Nine? I counted about the author for a second. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was,
0: but uh, anyway, so yeah, so there's nine short stories, uh, some couple pages, some one of which uh, there's, a, I
1: guess, two that are pretty much kind of novella length. Yeah, there's two of them that take up like 60% of the book. <laughs> yeah. Like when you put them together. Uh, namely, the titular Habsburg <laughs> Horror. <laughs> Roll credits, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, there's that one, and then are you hungry deer? Are the two longer ones, okay? Right? Yeah, yeah. okay.
0: So, you want to just go through them in order? Sure, we'll give brief summaries and then talk about our favorite ones, okay? Or do you want to S- do ratings for every one of them? Oh, I, mean, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I don't either. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they came to Gordium, yeah. Okay, that's
1: about well, I mean, you can't really Yeah, uh, I mean, it, <laughs> if it's kind of a twist, I uh-huh. mean, it's not it's not like a a huge twist because it comes in on like the first page and it's but it's only like six pages long. So, <laughs> let's let's
0: just say that is a that's about a man struggling with the ghosts of his past,
1: which as we'll mm-hmm. get further on, um is kind of a running theme through a few of them you know like there there's a couple of other ones that are similar things like uh regret sort of things i uh, you know
0: one thing that so
1: uh,
0: uh we'll get into that later okay so emulate
1: <laughs> you're so get, good at this you want to <laughs> get this uh, boner army <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's a string of um strange suicides uh-huh. uh, that a detective guy or a police i guess he's a detective uh actually i think he was a sheriff wasn't he sure um anyway that uh, a guy is um investigating so it's sort of a murder mystery sort of deal uh-huh. but less about who killed who but and why more about why yeah
0: yeah and how they relate it's, to each other so
1: it's so it's a why done it
0: yeah yeah um uh sunnydale wolves i'm just gonna say uh rockabilly wolfman yeah (laughs) now that one was very uh,
1: erotically charged too (laughs) did you notice that yeah it kind of it kind of threw me off because it like the first two weren't right (laughs) no nothing else in the book this is just like like Huh. huh. And I'm like reading this one on an airplane. Yeah, I I'm, I'm like reading it like a Puritan, just just really judging it. Like oh, I thought you meant like I thought you meant like you were reading it in a bed, but you had a board between your wife and you? Uh-huh. You know, like a Puritan. <laughs> Is that what they did? Yeah. I, I'm just reading it in like one of those big ass hats. <laughs> anyway. And they would they would put a like a plank between each other. Why? Because they so hated you sex? Well, so you can't accidentally do it in the night. <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> like, just accidentally? Sure, why not? <laughs> huh. <Okay>. Anyway. <laughs> so, there's that one. Uh, that, that was Sunnydale Wolves. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> the Hobsburg Horror. Okay, so this one, uh, I'm going to say that this is Wicker Man by Way of Lovecraft.
1: I was thinking, well, okay, I can kind of see that. I was thinking more of the mummy, but with <laughs> <laughs> Lovecraft.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> some spoiler alert. Well, no, like the wicker man meaning, you know, and the stranger wicker man. Stranger comes to town. And, yeah, a stranger comes to town and some investigating something. Guy
1: gets burnt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Hobo. Uh, hobo. Um, I guess this one's like. Be nice to people, you know? <laughs> That's the moral of that story. Is, oh, you know, are we doing morals? No. Maybe, you know, throw, throw somebody some change every once in a while. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, this one was uh, one of the more erotically charged... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, are you hungry, dear? This... Uh, wow. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know that I can... Just, uh,
1: do this. Like, I, I can't really summarize it that, that short. Oh, are it, you here? It's, yeah, it's a dude gets some bad indigestion from some pizza. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: that's, that's, that. Okay. <laughs> from the sea? You're... Um, uh, like reverse Moby Dick? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> um... Neon fortune teller. Um, it's uh, about a neon fortune teller.
1: Careful what you wish for, like that sort of thing. Kind of, no? but he didn't go there eh. making wishes. Self fulfilling prophecies is more like. Maybe yeah, 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 there we go. Maybe that. I like this going through short stories and doing like one line <laughs> <Yeah>. synopses. <Yeah. laughs> okay, uh, nostos, nostos. I can't. It's like Greek. Seeking refuge and questioning religion. Dostos itself means homecoming in Greek. Okay. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I I, I have the Wikipedia button on my Kindle as well. Yeah. just kidding. Is that that really what you did? Yeah, I looked it up. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't just know Greek. I didn't know. Uh, I was ready to... You know,
1: add a new segment,
0: Brian's Greek Corner.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> listen to me horribly pronounced Greek words. <laughs> Nostos. Nostos. <laughs> All right. So, um, what was your favorite one? Uh, I'm
0: going to say, Are You Hungry, Dear? Followed by the Habsburg Horror. Uh, ironically, the, the longest ones. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, okay. I, I will say that uh, they came to Gordium from the sea... And I, be, I thought there was, oh, Sunnydale Wolves. Those were honestly, even though I, I like flash fiction, they were m- much further than flash fiction, you know, much longer. But they were too short for me to really, like, en- enjoy. Not that, enjoy is the wrong the, word. They're just not in my wheelhouse of what appeals to me.
1: Yeah, They Came to Gordium was really short. Yeah. Well, so it was from the sea. It's like uh, Yeah, from the pages. sea was also very short. But okay, so I I don't know. I liked that one though just because I have a soft spot for Lovecraft and there's a uh, a lot of like Lovecraftian themes that run through some of these stories, mm-hmm. you know. Um and that one was like straight up Lovecraft. You know, one thing With- that uh, weird fish monsters <laughs> <laughs>
0: um one thing that i really really liked about immolate um it it reminded me actually a lot of like richard layman's the the way that he told the story seemed so laymanish. <laughs> that's not a good thing <laughs> but just the way that he would would uh you know, he did it in in Emily. He also did it in Are You Hungry, dear, Where he would jump character to character and mm-hmm. they intertwine. But yeah. it's like new chapter, new character, but then it's going to intertwine a lot. And yeah. I, I love when people do that. And I, honestly, a lot of Layman's stuff, that which I haven't read a, a ton, but I own, I don't know, one, two... Uh, I own seven eight books of his so <laughs> i I've read uh, five of those, but anyway, like he does that very well, and uh, it really really reminded me of like layman
1: storing storytelling uh mm-hmm. which i I really like but what there, I- there were there was a couple of stories in here that did that where like the the chapter the next chapter would be someone who you have no idea who they even are, you know um and then eventually it would circle back around to a cohesive story again. Yeah. um, Which is, is interesting. You know, so, sometimes it can be a little jarring, but once you, once it does it once, you're like, Oh, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? Well, to me, uh, it, it's more cinematic.
0: Yeah. You know, definitely. cause it's like, bam, new scene. You're out of the mindset of the other people and you're, you're going to learn these characters. And also not only is it more cinematic, it, it makes you, uh, it raises the stakes. Cause you don't really know, is this person going to last very long or, or, mm-hmm. you know, cause a uh, uh, layman, especially like he'll be like, <laughs> well, he'll, he will be like, here's a new guy. Oh, he's dead. Next guy. <laughs> you know, like a media guy. <laughs> yeah. He just leaves like author's notes. Need, <laughs> need better backstory here. <laughs> you know, anyway, but no, um, I don't know I, I i really really enjoyed uh this as well as pretty much everything I've read by him now we've we've only covered one thing on here right yeah what was it was the uh,
1: incredible Zilch von
0: witstein Wittstein. yeah which uh are you hungry dear reminded me thematically of that mm-hmm you say that giving in to
1: yeah well I mean <clears throat> I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but. because well, we kind of bounced around. We were talking about Hobbsburg Horror and then Are You Hungry Deer, but then Emulate and then back to whatever. So <laughs> I lost what I was thinking about. Um, okay, so your favorites were Are You Hungry Deer and Hobbsburg Horror? Yeah. Well, I would say, yeah. I mean,
0: there's really. The three that I mentioned earlier were my least favorites. Everything else I, I loved. Um, okay. But those three, not that I hated or anything. They just didn't resonate. That's what it sounds well like. <laughs> yeah, I'm bur- going to burn my Kindle because of those three <laughs> stories.
1: <clears throat> oh, I do say, I, I think like there wasn't really a bad story in here. You know, a lot of times... Um, uh, short story collections there's like one or two stinkers yeah. you know um but this one all of them were entertaining and well written um but they were just like it, it might not have been the thematically what you were looking for or whatever because some of these um are kind of more psychological horror mm-hmm. right some of them are straight up monsters Yeah, and then like some of them are really gory murder stuff yeah. And then one of them is kind of a lighthearted uh sci-fi tale. <laughs> Maybe not lighthearted. Which one's <laughs> that one? No, the the Nostos one is much more like sci-fi-y. Yeah, that reminded me of like a Black Mirror. Yeah. Like it's <laughs>
0: right. technology.
1: Yeah. Well, um, he, he she was talking to that guy and he was a hologram. Yeah. So there you go. Thingsy <laughs> technology. <laughs> um
0: No, uh what what hit me later. Okay. So Those, uh, the few stories that I named, those were actually all kind of front loaded on this other than from the sea that's toward the end. But, uh, you know, they came to Gordium and Sunnydale wolves. Those were kind of front loaded. And it hit me when I was in the middle of, I think neon fortune teller that this actually flows together kind of like a mixtape. Yeah. You know, the flow of this was actually kind of perfect. It, mm-hmm. Because you don't want like nine, nine, you know, four thousand word stories followed by a, a twenty five thousand word story. Yeah, like, it's like no, what exactly the, what the hell just happened, you know. So these were like perfect in, in terms of uh, the actual flow and presentation. Yeah, it kind of it kind of
1: ramps up and then fades back down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I really really like that. Uh, Because I I think, honestly, a lot of times, short story collections don't concern themselves with, like, placement. It's just like, Mm -hmm. here's some shit. (laughs) 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 But uh, anyway, so... I don't know. I I really, really like this. Actually, better than I I thought that I would. And... (laughs) Well, I'm not being a dick. I'm just being... (laughs) Like, I I thought it was going to be good, but... I don't know things like you know I I could not have liked Are You Hungry, Deer more to me. That mm-hmm. was like a perfect B movie brought to
1: yeah. Life. It, it kind of had like a like slitherish feel. Yeah, you know it was it was like a Cronenbergie.
0: Yeah, I was thinking more like Thinner, but sure. Well, I mean it was,
1: it was like body horror. Yeah, kind of like Thinner.
0: Yeah,
1: Rosenberg. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But
0: <laughs> anyway, but uh, but no, I I really really liked it. You know, the writing's very very strong, and mm-hmm. uh, and but what are your three favorites?
1: Well, now it's three. Um, I don't know. I think uh, Habsburg Horror was probably my favorite. Um, I mean, uh, probably his too, since the book was named after it. But,
0: um, I do like, the
1: book is, that and story. most of the book is that story, but that one really felt like Lovecraft to me. Okay. Uh, because it read like a serial, mm-hmm. right? Cause if, if you read like a lot of Lovecraft serial works or just anybody's real serial works, whenever they're collected like that into one book, um, the chapters sometimes start off with a recap of what happened. Mm hmm. You know, and there were several times where this where this did it, you know, like it'd be like chapter three and it would kind of recap everything that happened in chapters one and two. So it read like it was supposed to be serialized, Mm -hmm. you know, which I think was kind of neat. And, you know, it's basically a journalist um, going to a small Texas town and uh, investigating, like basically doing a story on a local hero, his funeral. Right. And, And that was it. And it gets into weird, weird stuff, <laughs> like culty stuff and mm-hmm. everything. And it, it all just felt really, you know, really Lovecrafty to me. Which, in in my opinion, is a good thing. Yeah, you know? it felt like that to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that one was good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think about. You know, I actually really did like Immolate. That one was cool. Um, let's see. I did like Hobo and Are You Hungry, Deer? I don't know. There's there's probably if I was to pick another one, it would probably be um, Are You Hungry, Deer or Hobo? Yeah. So yeah.
0: so which ones
1: would be your least favorite? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm like totally with you on like they came to Gordium
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and Sunnydale Wolves Mm -hmm. or Sunnydale Wolves. Um, Those would probably be my least two, but but I still liked them though. I did too. (laughs) uh, No, I I, that's what I'm saying. Like
0: it's they okay. So Sunnydale Wolves. The Mm -hmm. reason that it didn't resonate with me is where it ended was where I'd like to see more. Yeah. You know, like it ended when a lot of m- m-
1: stories are really starting, you know? Yeah. That if, okay. Cause we've already established, yes, werewolves. Right. But if, if this would have been a werewolf movie, that would have been the end of the act one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they came to Gordium was just very, very short mm-hmm. and it kind of left you with questions. Um, as did Emilate, mm. honestly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I like, it, whereas Emilate's story, uh, like, begs for questions. Yeah. They came to Gordium, to me, didn't. Like, because at first I thought that it was like a psychological manifestation of his guilt or some shit.
2: Yeah, until I did
0: it, Until it goes to, like, the neighbor. And then it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Whoa, whoa. what (laughs) and so i just kind of had some questions um which isn't a bad thing you know Mm -hmm.
1: but anyway so i don't know But like i was saying there seems to be this sort of like sub theme through a lot of these of like regret or or something like that because that one had it um they came to gordium uh the are you hungry deer definitely had it um hobo by the end of it you know she had it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um e- even like nostos uh-huh. kind of like it was it was kind of uh, even from the yeah was because more circumstantial though i know but she still regretted the fact that she couldn't do anything <laughs> yeah i mean sure <laughs> yeah there's that from the sea he regretted buying a boat <laughs> like I, sure um it's just interesting Yeah. And what I also noticed was sort of a um, also underlying theme of uh, universal monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Which I think you can uh, tell if you go to his website, Machine Mean. He does a lot of like monster reviews. Um, Yeah. One thing I really, really like about his, his writing in general, and it's not present in every story, but you know, he was on our show once. He mentioned that mm-hmm. he was uh, a veteran. Yeah. And he ties a lot into, uh, you know, like the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and just uh, uh, soldiers present in his story. Yeah. To me, like, that that's really cool that he has, you know, he he's able to draw, especially, like, he has these, uh, the trilogy that – conceiving dwelling and emerging
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh he put them they were like 99 cents for all three of them for a short period of time and i got them and uh i it's the subdue series and uh there's a lot of it in that and so it's it's really really cool the way that he he's able to draw on those experiences and because you know that he served, he has actual type context to mm. apply it, it to.
1: Yeah. Uh, the Habsburg horror is all about that, that like that general story, mm-hmm. like it's a, it's a major part of it, yeah. you know? And, and one thing that he did that
0: actually kind of uh, intertwines in, in Hobsburg horror is something that Stephen King does a lot that I, I actually really like um, where he'll keep drawing on, the same line, like in this situation, it was, you know, what he experienced in the war, you know, and, and what the, that, uh, what uh, the private said, I forgot what the line was, though. <laughs> but anyway, he would like repeat it out of context, mm-hmm. uh, throughout the story. You know what I'm talking about? K- and kind of like how, you know, they, we all float down here and shit like that. Yeah. Would be, repeated and in, in like it and there was a really terrible one in, in Stephen King's revival I forgot what it was but it was just like we die or some shit <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> it, it really wasn't like a good one but I, I really really like whenever authors do that whenever they put this line that uh is something from their past that they just uh insert to to do a sense of confusion or or immediacy or danger right around the mm-hmm. corner that they'll just throw it back in there.
1: So, yeah. Anyway. No, um, I'm trying to think about what it was. The, like I, I highlight highlighted one that stuck out a couple times in the Hobbs or core, but it, I don't think it's what you're talking about, but it was just like odd because one of them was like curiosity is a hungry demon best not to provoke. And then later was denial is a hungry demon. <laughs> and I was like, what? Cause it was like the, like very, very similar, but each one of them was their own like little chat or like paragraph break. Mm-hmm. So it was it, whatever. But, um, yeah, there was a couple things like that. Uh, same thing in, are you hungry dear? Where like the same sort of line would get repeated. Yeah. Uh, several times yeah i'm a huge fan of that
0: (laughs) but anyway okay so all in all uh what would you give this one to five what are you gonna give it
1: i'd go four probably
0: yeah that's exactly what i was thinking like it's very very strong Mm -hmm. it's long as shit too for a short story collection Yeah. yeah it's what 300 something pages yeah, it's something like that. But, uh, so, especially for, like, two ninety nine. So,
1: mm-hmm. anyway, um, um... I mean, I, I will say, you know, if you're going into it expecting, like, O'Brien, all... Oh, like, Brian, curiosity is a hun-
0: hungry demon.
1: That's uh, so what I said the first time. Oh, well, shit. I thought I just <laughs> ran across and, and, it. And then denial later. Oh, okay. But, um... I, I will say if you're going in expecting one specific style of horror, it's not going to be there. No. You know what I mean? Cause like there's a couple of them that are really violent, right? There's a couple of them that are more psychological, um, you know, and then you get the, the weird kind of Gothic horror um, because like Hobbsburg horror also just reminded me of like, well, I guess, you know, just like a gothic horror uh, book, but set in current day and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so if you're expecting one style, you're not going to get it. But if you want like a a good cross section of several different styles, then you're going to be glad you bought it sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And I think that's good. Like short story <laughs> collections are, are prime for, you know.
1: Experimentation.
0: Yeah, and, and showing your like your own diversity of your portfolio. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like I, I think it's really good. I, I love how Jeff Strand does those.
1: Uh I hadn't mentioned him in forever. But I'm just thinking about the bingo card. Oh well, we <laughs> 'cause we've we've said Lovecraft. We've said Jeff Strand. <laughs> Dude, the it's a bottle episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like Jeff Strand is really good about doing that, where it'll be like over the top, goofy, goofy, goofy—the most serious thing you've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Um, uh, his uh, he's got a new uh, collection. Everything has teeth. It's so good, so good. But anyway, but yeah, this uh, I really, really like this a lot. It's a very yeah. strong four.
1: Uh, yeah so thanks for sending it to us yeah thanks <laughs> oh uh, it was interesting seeing all the actual places i know in town oh, being mentioned. Yes. <laughs> i'm so happy you and, mentioned that and, I... and, and like the neon fortune teller like okay i was thinking about anybody who doesn't live in houston reading that mm-hmm. would be kind of confused because it mentions like one of the best fortune tellers in town and you're like hold on a second why are there so many fortune tellers in town <laughs> but they're literally everywhere <laughs> every corner in Houston there's so many like we have a thriving fortune- teller community <laughs> in <Yeah>. Houston <laughs> there's there's some where there's literally like three on the same block like on Montrose there's there's like two or three of them within the same block of each other
0: yeah um, yeah all over the place <laughs> well you know okay so I uh, and we mentioned this on Zilch von Wittstein. Okay, so we live in roughly the same area as yeah. him. I I don't really know what side of town. But I think he actually lives really
1: close to me. Well
0: either way, the the mention of uh uh what was it? Uh <laughs> Triple H <eight> Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no. The mention <laughs> of uh Cinemark on Kobayashi yeah. like which is like a mile from my house. But yeah. it, He said something about it being there while they watched uh, Pet Cemetery,
1: And I'm like, dude, that wasn't built until Mm. Mm. the dollar theater used to be a cinemark before it was a dollar theater. No, it wasn't.
0: I'm pretty sure. Premier cinema. Did
1: Did you know? Were you there in 1989? Yes. Dude, the only cinemark around was movies 12. Hmm. I really thought that the dollar theater was something else before it. Huh, know, it, was NASA. Right.
0: It, it was nasa dollar eight and then it became oh yeah, Cinema. yeah yeah and and that was the downfall of it because it went up to a buck 50 and come on yeah, nobody wants that what are we made of money suits <laughs> 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 anyway all right well we'll be back yeah two versus three nerds with beers and opinions a podcast on the b e network hosted by kodio kyle hodge and greg moser
2: Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and... Episodes available at iTunes,
0: Stitcher, and... Episodes available at the Beanie Network. (laughs) Episodes available on iTunes,
2: Stitcher.
1: (laughs) And Giggle Fits.
2: Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and and com.
1: And we're back with the devil's candy, uh, written and directed by Sean Byrne. Okay. Uh, so here's the official IMDb description, official <laughs> IMDb description. A struggling painter is possessed by satanic forces after he and his young family move into their dream home in rural Texas in this haunted creepy house tale. That's it. Hey, uh, and that's actually a pretty accurate summary. You know how we what? always have like some thematic Texas, it's Texas yeah, I got this it. episode. Oh yeah. Huh. yeah. I did not even know that like because this is I heard good things about this movie so I wanted to watch it uh right um and I had no idea it was set in rural Texas now do you feel like the good things you heard paid off yeah yeah I liked it too (laughs) 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 okay so so real quick how long did it take you to notice that that was Ethan Embry uh immediately like from the trailer (laughs) (laughs) it took me like 10 minutes and I was like holy crap that's Ethan Embry Dude. He's 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 like packed on some muscle weight. Well, he was in Cheap Thrills, and he was much more jacked than that.
0: Hmm. <laughs> anyway, this has been Embry Chat, <laughs> where we talk about Ethan Embry's physical attributes. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> I was Probably watching this movie Embry. right before we went on the air about like a dog that saves Easter, and. <laughs> It had the best cast I think I've ever seen. It was like the daughter from Seventh Heaven. Uh, okay. The the uh, redheaded... Uh, well, uh, well, I guess at the time she was a teenager uh, from Clueless. But now she's, okay. you know, mm-hmm. like a 40-year-old woman. And, she's <laughs> an adult, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's no longer a teenager. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Patrick Muldoon. I don't know if you remember him. He, I love him because he was in Ice Spiders, and yeah. for some reason yeah. he's the only actor where m- me and Kelsey couldn't figure out if they were overdubbing every one of his lines. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane. Oh my god. Uh, Joey Coco Diaz. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, he he plays like a lot of mobsters. He's a comedian. He's like kind of kind of bigger dude. Anyway. Yeah, it, it was just insane, like the whole film. I, I think it was called the dog that saved Easter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just complete insanity. But let's get back to the film that we were talking about: Devil's Candy. Yeah. Okay.
1: So Devil's um, Candy. So, so Ethan Embry mm-hmm. is a painter, and mm-hmm. um, he's married to uh, Shirley Appleby's character, Apple Appleby know she's in that TV show, Unreal on Lifetime. (laughs) Never even heard of it, man. (laughs) Anyway, um, so they're married and they have a daughter, right? And for some reason, it's never explicitly stated they're moving to a new house. I don't know. Uh,
0: It it was one of those like, oh, yeah, we're going to start over, man. Oh, no, it is stated. They got a really good
1: deal. Well, no, they got a really good deal because people were murdered in it. Yeah, I know. But they everyone they were gets a good deal chasing. on a murder house. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I live here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, I guess we should say that in the beginning. Um, God, I hope the, no one's been murdered in my house. Anyway, that the dude, the dude from uh, who always gets typecast as a guy who's seeing hallucinations and stuff because mm-hmm. um, he had the same character essentially uh, in Constantine. Uh his name is Pruitt Taylor Vince, the the heavier guy. Anyway, um, sh- straight up murders his family. What? <laughs> Nothing. When you said a heavier guy, who's typecast? Uh, oh, no, um, no. He he like every movie I've ever seen him in, he has like hallucinations. and I stuff. know, it's, but it's a weird typecast.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was laughing because uh, when you said that, I I just thought, oh, Fatty McStab.
1: <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway. Kills his family mm-hmm. and and leaves uh, because he's hearing voices. And then um, Ethan Embry and his family move into the murder house and he starts fe- hearing voices and painting uh, jacked up paintings. Um, and that's basically the movie. That is it. No. Well, <laughs> well no. I, and even from the trailer, I
0: believe uh, it tells that the previous tenant, Fatty McStab, is <laughs> <laughs> um he gets a fixation on Ethan Embry's daughter. And so it's yeah. kind of a cat and mouse type game. Um, yeah. One thing I really, really liked about this movie is that it didn't have much restraint. Like yeah. in terms of like the tone would be somewhat light, but so unpredictable. Not that it was yeah. a light toned movie. It just, the scene would be light and then just bam, like almost like uh, high tension.
1: yeah any anything that was like supposed to even have this level of levity right got twisted there there was one part in particular when they're moving into the house and there's this montage of them uh like unpacking Uh right and there's this kind of weird like off meter like metal song right going on and then it's like them packing everything right and then it like the there it goes over to this family photo that they have where they're having fun in the family photo and it's crooked and she tilts it and it does this slow pan while that song is going on. And it says something like we're already dead over yeah. and over and over and over again. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, this was just a lighthearted, um, montage just a second ago. And now it's just like ominous as crap. Yeah. You know? it's like, yeah. Like if they had set that with any other music, yeah it it would have you know yeah it, it would have you know, yeah, been it's a completely different men. exactly <laughs> like just a family band. well that's also <laughs> a weird song choice but okay <laughs> but it, it was just crazy like anything that was even supposed to be like remotely normal had this like weird bend
0: to it now do you think a lot of that might be that they didn't really have much of a score it was almost exclusively doom metal bands
1: Well, that and when it was a score, it was like one guitar chord over and over again. And you know what? I loved it.
0: (laughs) No, it really, really. uh, Now, I don't know if these films are too far apart to be considered any certain like wave of films, but it reminded me so much of like Ty West and uh, we're still here.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. like Like it had that um sort of like just uh ambient quality to it where also it could be set literally at any time and it doesn't make a difference mm -hmm. you know except for like there was one scene where he used a cell phone for like two seconds and he kept screaming
0: it's 2016 i can't believe it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it was yeah it was um it had this sort of like timeless quality to it that like I felt was the same way. And we're still here, even though that one was clearly set in the seventies. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I, I really liked it. I I think this film had a lot more style than plot. Yeah. But one thing that I really liked about it. Okay. So he was like stuck in this loop of not really possession or anything, but kind of
1: it's like automatic writing. But yeah. automatic
0: painting but it was almost like uh stir of echoes where, yeah, yeah, yeah where he never turns bad you know mm-hmm. and it's just
1: screwing with him and i like that versus like you know the full-on possession or, or oculus yeah. or something like that where it's yeah. just like full-on i was yeah. talking about the dad in oculus not them oh yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Okay, <laughs> no, uh, like I I just like that so much better, um, yeah. And because then you have a clear set of people to root for and people not to. Mm-hmm. Even though to me the plot was never tied up in a neat little package.
1: No, because even even at the very end, mm-hmm. there's like this sort of thing where it's like, oh, questions are answered. No, they weren't. Yeah, no, they weren't at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all um but no i think i think like overall this is probably one of the more effective movies i've seen in a while like tone wise it was not scary mm-hmm. but it was like creepy and dreadful which i really really like because you you don't know where, where it's going to go mm-hmm. you know you kind of have that like visceral feeling where anything bad could happen at the moment um it, like shot wise it was really neat you mm-hmm. know there was a lot of like real straightforward shots but you know where it's like they tell you not to do that <laughs> in like film school but um but it was really effective like wide uh, shots no where oh. where things are blocked like straight lines oh okay yeah, yeah. like nine degree corners but like kubrick did it all the time yeah almost um, every shot of kubrick
0: ever yeah. <laughs> was like uh, symmetrical
1: yeah, like, I mean, but it was it was really shot. like powerfully done like that. Um, it was acted well, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was a great movie. Yeah, like, honestly, I like, really, really liked it a lot. You know, And I, I said the, the music like nothing really happened in the music, but it was so effective, you know, and I think what it was is the opening scene whenever he's playing the guitar really loud to keep the voices at bay. Mm-hmm. Right. It was that chord over and over again. And so like, yeah, so subconsciously, you know, you have this setup where it's like, oh, he's doing that to keep the demons out. Right. And so then you hear that every time and you have that sort of uh, cue in the back of your head that it's the demons. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, and I think uh, what film was that? Oh, Lords of Salem, where I know a lot of people hated it. I liked it a lot, actually, but they did the same thing. Like that song was turning people. And it, mm-hmm. it just all it had to do by the end was just play these terrible, terrible notes. But he got what was
1: happening, sort <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> but, it's just like a it becomes its own character, which yeah. is great.
0: Yeah, what a card! It becomes <laughs> the wacky neighbor. The
1: <laughs> yeah. wacky neighbor Satan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, ah, whatever. That's not even worth getting into. All right. So, what would you get? what would you give this out of five four and a half that's yeah i'm right there with you um oh. man twice tonight we haven't argued over ratings it's weird yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah i i really really enjoyed this um very happy that uh i wasn't let down by either choice this week <laughs> yeah it usually happens <laughs> well i mean last time was one of the worst experiences I've ever had watching a
1: film. Maybe we're just on a high from that. Is that the real reason why we did three <laughs> weeks instead of two? Dude, I, I'm telling you if everything we watch was the
0: quality of film we watched last week, I would have quit this podcast by now. All right. So next week or in two <laughs> weeks on this podcast, what, what was it called? My son's a punk rocker or something.
1: Yeah. It's some, some stupid thing like that. Yeah. We uh, put- let's see where is it called where was it called is that literally what i just said
0: where was it um, wood
1: oh my gosh how many texts did we have today too many let's scroll back uh the day my kid went punk <laughs> yeah, yeah <and laughs> like it's that 1989 a... after school special <laughs> yeah so uh, that's what well, we plan on covering next it was week. it was either that or the void but i hear the void is good so oh you want to do the void instead <laughs> i have i got the book that we're gonna do okay
0: what uh witching our theater by jonathan jans okay cool with me i mean i don't own it we gotta buy it no i <laughs> understand <laughs> no, okay it just <laughs> uh, it looks really cool so and that's how that's how we get to our film choices that's a little inside baseball for y'all
1: we just randomly pick things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's inside baseball. I think anyone who's ever listened to the show yeah. knows that. And then most of the time we don't actually review what we say we're going to. No. So it's like if people listen to the show and then try to read it and then be like, oh, I want to see what they thought about it. We didn't do it probably. No. Odds <laughs> are no. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a
0: modicum of professionalism between yeah. us.
1: No. Not with this. Nah. Or most things. Or life. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I'm good. Yeah. All I right. think I've s- said about all I can say. Oh, oh, we, we forgot. Uh, happy birthday, Brian. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, two days ago was your birthday. Yeah. April yeah. 11th. Go ahead and send your gifts to podcast at bmoviesandhebooks.com. <laughs> e-
1: email me all your gifts.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just give us a little... Oh,
1: well, I don't know, digital cards.
0: Shit, oh, yeah. we can 3D print,
1: dude. Oh. All we got to do is buy a $500 printer. I am so not down for that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye. So, another episode in the bank.
0: This is Wolfman Jack. You've been listening to B Movies and Ebooks, and you can check out these crazy cats every two weeks or so on iTunes, Stitcher, And I don't know other places So anyway, leave them a five star review Also check them out on Twitter At BNEpod And subscribe to the BNE Master Feed If you're a fan and you're a real cool daddy
1: You're in a zombie apocalypse You have one weapon And it's not a gun What is it? Like a scythe A car Grenades Like a flare gun, maybe. Piranhas. (laughs) (laughs) Bat. A bat? Baseball bat. Hands down. Machete. It's obviously a Lobo. (sighs) Uh, Loppers? Slingshot. (gasps) Yeah. Like a ground-mounted slingshot
0: that shoots bricks. Catch the seven deadly questions on The Basement on a Hill. Hear all new episodes every Tuesday. The Basement on a Hill, horror and
1: comedy for people who hate horror comedies.
0: The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network, brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.